get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. We are broadcasting live from the new E&B Granite Studios out at the Centene Community Ice Center. Right now, we are thrilled to be going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. One of my favorite baseball writers in the country is Jason Stark. You can find his work over on The Athletic. Also, give him a follow on Twitter at Jason, J-A-Y-S-O-N-S-T. Jason, always appreciate the time, my friend. How are you doing today? <laughs> Brandon, Alex, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing very well. So let's start with what was some incredibly surprising news for all of us here in St. Louis late last night. Dexter Fowler on the move. The Cardinals basically paying him to play for the Angels. What was your reaction whenever you heard the news last night? Yeah, I can't say I saw that one coming, but I do understand it. Um, it you know, I think this is about opening playing time for Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill and let those guys do their thing. And since the Rockies were kind enough to send them all that money as part of the Arenado deal, <laughs> uh, they could just send that uh, and Dexter to Anaheim, and everybody's happy. You know, Jason, a lot of people in St. Louis, are, I guess, are frustrated still with the the term of giving playing opportunity to Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas and these outfielders. Do you still have optimism for some of these guys in the St. Louis system? Um, I, I would say I, I, I'm still intrigued by Tyler O'Neill just because uh, like guys with that power, you've you got to see where it leads and what they are. And I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know that this was – one of the least productive outfields in the big leagues last year. But the good news is they're playing in the NL Central, and everybody else is either treading water or going backwards. And they're going to win unless something goes horribly wrong. And so it gives them flexibility to spend a few more months and, and see what they have. And if they don't like what they see, there's always July, right, to go address this stuff. It's interesting that you say it that way. It's almost like they have a runway. They have the luxury of having that runway because of their division that they're playing in. And so you have these first, whatever, four months of the season to basically find out, okay, what is Lane Thomas? What do we have in Tyler O'Neill? Can Justin Williams be that left-handed outfield bat that we're looking mm -hmm. for? And if, if the answer to those questions is no, it, we know this, Jason. You certainly do, having covered the sport for as long as you do. Guys that are solid-hitting outfielders that can play in the corners, those guys are always available once you get around the trade deadline. 
Ian, I think this is really a philosophy that you've seen evolve now over the last few years. A lot of teams build their rosters this way uh, with the, the idea that like, we don't have to do everything by the time pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> that uh, This is what July is for. And you know, the cost of acquiring the kind of players you're talking about in July, um, you're paying a third to a half of their salaries, not the whole freight. And so it works from a financial standpoint, too. But look at this division. You know, I I wrote this today in the piece I wrote. Basically, the entire division took a nap for three months, (laughs) and whoever did anything had a chance to really separate themselves from the pack. Well, the Cardinals did that thing. They would have got Nolan Arenado, and so they're the clear favorite. All right, well, let's talk about that Nolan Arenado trade, Jason, because I think people in St. Louis are still in shock. I read somewhere the other day that that fans are sending John Moselak flowers now because of this Nolan Arenado deal. What happened, in your opinion, from the Colorado perspective that they would not only send away a future Hall of Famer, but send him away with a $50 million check? (laughs) Boy, the Rockies. It's been a good week for the Rockies and Rockies fans, huh? (laughs) Uh, I... I still cannot comprehend the deal that they made. I can't comprehend it because it's funny. After the Lindor deal went down to the Mets, I poked around a little bit on the Rockies, on both Arenado and Story, and I was told that kind of deal doesn't work for us. You know, we're not doing this unless we get real talent back. And then they took about as mediocre a package for a player of this caliber as you could possibly get back and sent more than $50 million to St. Louis with him. I mean, it just became, in in the end, just a pure money dump. I I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys saw how they tried to spin it. They can spin it however they want. They made one of the worst deals for a player like this I have ever seen. It works out great for the Cardinals, though. (laughs) The, the Cardinals, John Mosellock basically, Jason, went to an auction with, like, a piece of bubble gum, a couple of scratcher <laughs> tickets, and a bus ticket, and somehow came away with a Maserati. Like, I, I still don't understand how this was possible. It, it doesn't make sense, and I'm reading your piece this morning, and you're talking about how Nolan Arenado is this fantastic player. Not only is he great, but if you look at over the last seven years, he's literally the best player in the National League. And oh, by the way, the second best player in terms of wins above replacement over that time <laughs> is Paul Goldschmidt, who also happens to play on the Cardinals right now. So uh, for my question on this, are, are the Cardinals, when you look at the corner infielders that they now have, I know that Paul Goldschmidt is no longer a 27, 28-year-old hitter, but are, are they about as good as you can get on the corners going into this season? Uh, I don't know how much how much better you could be. Um, if you look at the, I mean, if you look at the National League, you can make an argument for for some teams, but uh, I would take my chances with these two because of they're they're not just guys who hit, they're not just guys who catch the ball, they're guys who do everything and like that that's what i'm looking for that's what i'm all about and then the the other thing with nolan is i I don't know that there's really anybody that compares with him i mean there's there's a little matt chapman comp right down to you know what high school they went to but nolan for me 
if I were going to make a list of the most fun players in the league just to watch every day, he's number one. I told him this. Go, go Google my baseball stories show with him from a couple of years ago where I, I told him on the show, of all the players in baseball, the first person I would pay to watch is you. And that's just to watch him play defense because I just – I don't know how much you guys have seen him play day in, day out, but it's not just the the fact that he's got incredible range to both sides or he's got this arm where every throw is his beam of light from wherever he is. It's mindset and creativity. It's He's going to make every play. And these amazing web gemish plays that he makes – he sees them in his head, and he goes out early, and he practices these wild plays that nobody else makes. He's done it since he's a kid. I've talked to him about it. It's amazing. This is incredible. Well, Jason, I'm curious because, you know, the juggernauts right now in, in at least the National League, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the New York Mets, where do the Cardinals stack up with these three teams now that they have acquired Nolan Arenado going into this season? Well, I mean, I don't know that you can not mention the Braves in that class or the Padres in that class, but here's the thing that separates the Cardinals. This is going to sound familiar. <laughs> the division they play in. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, like the NL East is loaded. I mean, there are four teams that could win, and the 15, the Marlins, didn't make the playoffs last year. And the NL West, the, the Dodgers had the Padres to chase them to the finish line. Who's chasing the Cardinals? Who's better than the Cardinals in the Central? Tell me. Nobody. I, I've been trying to make that case all week. And Although the projections picked Milwaukee, which th- is so strange. It's what I'm confused about, Jason. I actually wanted to kind of as a follow-up to ask that. Like, Why do you think it is that I'm looking at the roster and looking around the division, and I feel the same way that you do, that the Cardinals are the very clear-cut favorite, and I'm not always that way. But when I look at these prognosticators based on the numbers – it, they don't view it that way. They view the Cardinals as an 80 to an 82 win team. What do you think is the disconnect there? Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not seeing that. I'm not running those projections. Sure. I, hey, would I feel better if they go out and sign Jake Odorizzi or Taiwan Walker or somebody? I, I would. I mean, I think there there's certainly questions about rotation, rotation depth. Uh, I, I don't know what Carlos Martinez is anymore. No idea. Um, but I, to me, there's clear separation between what the Cardinals are and what everybody else is. And, you know, there's other teams. I know they're running those projections, too, and they think they're better than a lot of us think they are. They think they're closer than a lot of us seem to think they are. But I, I'm with you guys. I, whatever the projections say is cool, but I, I just think my eyeballs tell me the clear-cut best team is your team. We're talking to Jason Stark. He's the baseball writer for The Athletic. He's tremendous, one of the best baseball writers in the country for my money. Jason, I did want to ask you, because so far this week on the station, as you can probably imagine, we've talked to basically everybody that's ever had a conversation, I think, with Nolan Arenado at some <laughs> point in their lives. we talked with his agent. We've talked with guys that played with him. Matt Holiday, who certainly has a great uh, – uh, connection with him as well. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to find a single person that has been able to say one bad thing about this man, what, both as a player and as a person. 
should I be waiting for the other shoe to drop here? Is, is there anything, like, are, are there questions about this move at all? Because so far, I really can't come up with any. <laughs> uh, you could have Jeff Breidich come on the show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> we had Woody Page on the show um, earlier this week, and I, I think he kind of summed that up for us. <laughs> yeah, good point. I, I don't see a downside. I, look, I... I don't think he's opting out ever. Uh, he, he did kind of suggest that on his uh, welcome to St. Louis Zoom. But other than that, I, no one's one of my all-time favorites. And there's just something refreshing about him. There's something every manish about him. Uh, he just loves to play. He loves baseball. I, I, have you guys ever gone on YouTube and watched when he live-streamed the wiffle ball game with his brother and his cousin like he, he, it, it's classic it's amazing and he he was on with uh, a couple of our shows yesterday first of all he called in five minutes early to both shows and called right. in himself with no pr agent like that's not normal for a lot of these guys uh second of all he stayed on the line for like 15 20 minutes with both of them just talking about whatever talked about how he loves playing dominoes with his family he said i guess i'm just not that cool of a guy because he doesn't <laughs> do that much outside of baseball it, it, the word that you used refreshing is exactly what i was thinking yesterday i i said comfortable he just he seems comfortable in his own skin in a way that you it's totally uncommon for a lot of these guys, especially somebody with that contract coming in with such high expectations into, you know, Jason, a baseball town that is just crazed for this team to get back to where they were in the mid 2010s. Yeah, you know, and the Cardinals have had so much success bringing in not just players like this, but people like this, you know, people who appreciate what baseball means in St. Louis, who appreciate what it means to stand there at the plate in Bush Stadium and hear the roar of that crowd and know how sincere that is. Um, it, no one's going to understand what makes St. Louis unique. And I, like, I just see this love fest coming between St. Louis and him and him and St. Louis. Um, there was a long time he, he, he enjoyed his time in Denver. Uh, it's really awful the way that soured at the end. I don't think any of that is on him, any of it. What he was told and what they delivered were two different things. When he's going to be told by the Cardinals and then what actually happens, if, if there's anything divergent about those two things, it's just going to be because it's better than what he was told, <laughs> I think. It's amazing. It, it seems like a match made in heaven, and I know that is a cliche, but it, it legitimately seems to apply here. Jason, I could talk baseball with you all day, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. You can find Jason's work, including the column that he wrote earlier today, talking about the biggest moves of the offseason, including, of course, Nolan Arenado coming here to the Cardinals. It's over on The Athletic. You can also follow him on Twitter at Jason, S-T-J-A-Y-S-O-N. Jason, thanks as always, man. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Brandon, Alex, enjoyed it, guys. Thanks so much. Absolutely. That is Jason Stark joining us here on 101 ESPN.